Welcome to the House of Cinema podcast. I am your host, Joe Aragon, and with me today, Dylan and Olivia. And in the house today, we are kind of recapping, discussing all of 2021, but specifically, we're going to be talking about animated films in 2021. Not all of them, although a good amount did come out, just to highlight some of them came out. The Mitchells vs. the Machines, Encanto, Raya, Sing 2, Ron's Gone Wrong, Luca, Boss Baby, Family Business, Paw Patrol the Movie. Now, I know you two are just dying to talk about Boss Baby, Family Business, and Paw Patrol the Movie, but we're specifically going to focus on three of them, and that was The Mitchells vs. Machines, Encanto, and Luca. Before we jump into those three movies, if you could watch any of the movies that you haven't seen that I've listed off right now, which movie would it be? Olivia? Um, definitely Boss Baby, Family wow, Business. Wow, I knew it. I knew you were a Boss Baby a fan. Huge Boss Baby stan. Have you been a Boss Baby fan since the beginning? Have you watched the first, second, and Netflix series? You know what? I've actually never seen any of them, but I just know <laughs> that they're really good. <laughs> I wish I even knew the premise. I think the premise is what? like. Um, I'm thinking that like... Yeah, like maybe he's like a manager or something, but he's a baby. <laughs> a manager of what? Like a company. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know the premise. Dylan, do you know the premise? I have never seen uh, the first Boss Baby or the Netflix series, so I, I can't say that I do. Is Family Business the second one or third one? I think it's the second. No. The third one, isn't it? I didn't even know. I, 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 that's that would be surprising to me if they've already slipped out a third one. I, I thought it was the third one. I could be wrong. Okay, was that your your serious choice? Olivia? No, no, my serious okay. choice is Sing Two. As someone who has seen Sing Two, it's great, worth it. All of the cover songs are bops. It's a lot of fun. Totally worth it. Uh, Dylan, what's one here that you haven't seen that you wish you could have seen? I think one that I really wanted to see and still do is Raya and the Lost Dragon. Um, it's Yeah, it's just one I missed, unfortunately, and I've been meaning to watch, but have just been struggling to put on for some reason. But I, I do eventually want to watch it. It's, I, I have seen Raya. I watched it when it came out. It was a slow, I think it came out in March of 2021. A slower Feels time like a for movies. a lifetime ago. I know, I know. I was telling somebody that Raya came out in 2021. They're like, Really? It feels like it came out like three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but it did come out in March of 2021, which was a slow month that of that year, obvious for obvious reasons. Uh, I liked it a lot. But like I said, we'll be talking about Encanto, Mitchells, and Luca. Before we jump into these as well, I, I'm curious to know how you guys feel about the state of animated movies in general. Do you love them? Do you tend to dismiss them? I'm just curious to know how you guys feel about it. Olivia? I think that they're doing great. There's some really great animated movies that came out this year. Like the three that we're going to focus on today are all super good. And I think that just in general, I mean, obviously there's some outliers like like Boss Baby and, you know. Whoa, whoa, some... whoa, whoa. You haven't seen <laughs> Boss Baby yet. You can't knock just, it until you watch it. I just know it's just, it's not, it's not it. But um, just in general, animated movies, I feel like there's just been kind of a resurgence, at least for myself. I know between the years of maybe like 2014 to 2018, I 
didn't watch like any animated movies and I still haven't seen a lot from that time. Like I still haven't seen Moana. I don't know Whoa. how I haven't watched that yet. Yeah, but it's a big um, one. now all of these animated movies that are coming out, I'm really attracted to and they're all really good. So, okay. Okay. Dylan, how do you feel about animated movies now? You know, I unfortunately have to say that I think when it comes to between live action movies and animated movies, I tend to prefer watching live action movies in the moment and I wish I would just try to remember how I feel after watching an animated movie because most of the time I feel really good after watching them I think a lot of them over the years have really surprised me with their quality and how emotionally powerful they can be um and I feel like I need to start giving them more chances you know I I, I'm not one to rush to the theater to see an animated movie, but maybe I, I do need to start doing that. Okay. I love your honesty, both of you. I will also admit that I feel like there was a time in my life where I did dismiss animated film a lot, not because I thought they were bad or for kids, but I just preferred to watch live action as well. And I feel like I've reached this point in my life and my film watching life where but I tend to get a lot more excited because I feel like they're harder to screw up. Uh, I watched Ron, Ron's Gone Wrong today and that movie isn't the best but like it also wasn't terrible and I feel like it's hard to screw up an animated film nowadays. I mean there's some bad ones out there for sure for sure but I enjoyed this movie and it wasn't like the best thing in the world, but it was better than a lot of live action movies I watched in 2021. <laughs> that's for sure. So I feel like now, especially with the state of Disney and the state of Pixar, where they're very rarely pumping out bad animated movies. I'm pretty excited when an animated movie comes rolling around. Plus we've had some really great different styles in animated film. We had the Leica studio that does Kubo and Coraline and missing link uh, you have Pixar and Disney, obviously. And then you've had recently Sony do some great stuff with Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse and a movie we're about to talk about, The Mitchells vs. Machines. So I feel like with all this evolution in animation, it's just getting more and more exciting as the years go on. So let's jump into the first movie. I already referenced it. Let's talk about The Mitchells vs. Machines. Uh, Olivia, tell me when you watched this movie. Did you watch it when it came out? Did you watch it a little bit later? What did you think of when you first watched it? Has your opinion changed recently or at all throughout time? Let's hear about your thoughts on the Mitchells vs. Machines. So I watched this movie pretty much right when it came out, I think. Honestly, it didn't really attract me just by looking at like the little thumbnail movie poster on Netflix. But I was like, hey, I'll give it a try. I'm looking for something to watch. And I was so pleasantly surprised. I absolutely loved this movie right from the get-go. Even watching it, I've watched it a few times since, and it just, it makes me so happy. It's so entertaining. It's funny. The visuals are super cool, and I find the story kind of relatable. Um, I feel like like my, my dad and I, we have a really close relationship, but we also kind of bicker. Like, like uh, what's the girl's name in it? Katie. I forget. Katie? Katie. Yeah, yeah like Katie. Katie and her dad, like just kind of that like always kind of bickering and stuff. And the movie, oh my goodness. I was like, I need to call my dad. Oh, <laughs> that's a good, that's a good story. Okay. I love it. Okay. it was, it's just so good. And it's just such a well-made and very unique animated movie. Dylan, same question to you. When did you watch this movie? How did you feel about it when you watched it? And what are some things you liked about it? 
So I watched this movie for the first time last night. Wow. Yeah, so it's what? very fresh okay. in my mind. Follow-up question, what made you wait on it? Um, Like I said, it, I think with animated movies, I tend to wait to watch them as opposed to live-action movies. Like, I think when I saw that these came out, I'm like, oh, I definitely want to watch them. But it wasn't like I was putting them at the top of my list. Uh, I would have rather have gone seen a live-action movie that weekend. But um, I knew that you really liked it because you've been speaking very highly of it this year. And so I was excited to watch it finally and uh, see if it lived up to the hype you created. Uh-oh. And? And I absolutely loved it. You were very, very right. It's It's a great movie. Um. It surprisingly reminded me a great deal of the Goofy movie. Um, yeah, yeah, good. good oh my parallel. gosh, yes, it totally does. Especially with the road trip aspect and the strained relationship between a father and his child. Um, I was yeah, just getting a lot of like point. flashbacks to that episode and watching that movie then. Um, so that's what immediately uh, came to mind when I started watching it. Um, like Olivia, I loved the vivid animation style. Uh, yeah. I loved all of the unique characters within the Mitchell family, uh, Katie, Michael, Rick, Linda. Um, I like how each distinct their arc is. Even the yeah. dog has has an arc um, <laughs> with, I his, love the dog. with his eyes oh, coming great. together. I just thought that was so funny and well done. Um, loaf of I, bread. Yeah, loaf of bread, pig, <laughs> dog. Um, I I love the two robots played by Fred Armisen and Beck Bennett. I thought they were hysterical. Yeah. Um, I love the relevant themes regarding the reliance on the over reliance on technology and how powerful big tech has gotten. That's something I did not expect. I was going to say after watching this movie. Um, yeah. But I, I love I, the scene when they turn the Wi-Fi off. And people are running around like, does anybody want to take pictures of my food? Will you unbox this in front of me? <laughs> uh, yeah, great. I really didn't think there was a dull moment in this movie. And I, most importantly, I, I was really impressed with how much it made me laugh, but also how much it choked me up and made me yes. emotional. Like I was, wow. I was like feeling some tears coming on during more than a few moments. Same here. Wow. Okay. First of all, very well said, Dylan. You you touched on a lot of different things that I want to talk on, uh, but very well said in all regards. Uh, you kind of upstage Olivia a little bit. Olivia, are you upset about that? A little bit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Both of you guys said a lot of great things. I, as you have mentioned, have been praised this movie since the moment I saw it back in, I don't even know what month. Like Olivia, turned it on because I think we had nothing to watch or we were just kind of scrolling through Netflix. You know, one of those nights where you like don't have any plans, but you don't want to do anything. So you're just like scrolling through Netflix and this came up and I was like, you know what? It's fine. Let's turn it on and woo, blown away by so many things uh, that both of you guys have mentioned. I think that uh, I'll address the choking up. Yes. Like Dylan said, several moments where I was like, this is hitting me really hard, really fast. Uh, there was a moment in the beginning where, like, the dad's watching home videos of, like, him and young, young Katie. I was like, this movie's, like, 10 minutes in, and I'm already, like, getting all sad. And then there's a lot of other great moments throughout the film. The movie is legitimately hilarious. Like, it is actually very, very funny. And it was really nice to finally, not to say, I'm not one of those people who thinks that comedy's dead. Because there's definitely been a lot of great comedies over the last couple of years. But 
maybe just the time I was watching it, I just feel like I hadn't found a movie that made me laugh really hard. And this movie legitimately did. There were so many funny moments in this film. And I really, my favorite moment will always be when they like splice the real life monkey that's howling onto like the dad. Oh my God. Howling like the monkey. I was, I did not expect it because they jump out of animation to a real life video and then they cut that real life video and put it into an animation. It is random, but so funny and so well timed. There are a lot of really funny moments in this movie, and it just had me actually cackling. And I love that about this. Thematically, I think what you said was really important, Dylan. Uh, there's a lot of themes going on here. Uh, the representation is important. There's just so much going on in this movie that I really just love it so much. If you guys had to nitpick, was there anything that you wish was done differently? Anything that you didn't like? I mean, it doesn't have to be, but I'm just curious. Honestly, I think it's 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 pretty great. I wouldn't really change anything. And I love how, kind of like what you said, Joe, like the different bits of like animation versus like real people and real, like, like even like the little photographs that they have. It's like real family in some of oh them. Oh my gosh, that part made me laugh so hard. Yeah. And I just think it's, <laughs> this movie's really unexpected in that sense. Like visually, you don't know what to expect next. And I think that's a really unique thing that you don't often see. Like usually in animated movies, it kind of follows one style of animation throughout the whole movie. But this is kind of a mixed bag. It has all sorts of things. Yes, I definitely agree. Definitely agree. Dylan? I think this movie is like 97% perfect. Um, and I would say that my very minor gripe with it is not really that big of a deal. Um, and that was that I felt like it didn't know how to end. Uh, I felt like this mm. movie had three different endings, actually. And that was once after the great big battle. I thought it was going to end there. And then... It continued on, and then when she was getting dropped off at college, I'm like, okay, this is the ending now. And then then after that, there's another ending. And I was just wondering like, if there could have been maybe a little bit more ambiguity, but again, this is something that I really don't think is that big of a deal when considering how great the movie is. I understand that. I can see where you're coming from. I probably... If I really tried to nitpick something, I'm sure I could find something. But like Dylan and like Livia, this movie is there's just too much good stuff to even like bring up the small minor nitpicks. There's just so much I love. All right. Well, I thought this was going to be a huge contender for best animated film. And although I think it still is, it's definitely one of the more uh, highly accoladed animated film from 2021. It's not the front runner, but let's talk about the front runner. And that's Disney's Encanto. Curious to know about your Encanto thoughts. I saw this movie in theaters in November, and then like a month later, it was on Disney Plus, and I felt pretty dumb. So (laughs) curious to know how you guys watched it, when you watched it, and your initial thoughts on it. So like Mitchell's versus The Machines, I watched Encanto this weekend as well. I kind of had like an animated movie binge, which was kind of nice. I I won't lie. I, I should do it more often. But um, I'm really not that big of a fan of musicals. So this was the one I was kind of <gasps> not Asked. wanting to watch. Oh, well. um, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, like. Like animated musicals or musicals like live action? Just musicals in general. Um, I Why just, do you hate Joy? I, <laughs> <laughs> look, look. I don't like hate it with like a burning passion. It's just like 
not my go-to genre. Um, like, what about High School Musical? I mean, I remember liking it in like elementary school, but I, I don't think I've ever have watched it in recent memory, like in the last fifteen years or so. Stick to the status quo from High School Musical. It's <laughs> like the Made one it to thing my top I remember. Ten songs of twenty twenty one. So shut wow. up. Of do with that information what you will. Of twenty twenty one. Yes. Wow. I think it was like number seven. <laughs> wow. Stick to st- of all the songs. Stick to the status quo. Oh, it's so good that that that's one of the best songs. It's not. It's not the best song. What is the best song out of curiosity? I like Bop to the Top. That's a that's It's a not banger. Bop to the Top. We know it's it's we're breaking free. I'm soaring. Oh, okay. Yeah. Flying. Very that's good. The, that's the best song. That I've is a pretty good one. I I'm not going to lie. But anyway, I there are definitely <laughs> exceptions to the musical rule yes. like yes. uh i know olivia really likes hairspray i like oh hairspray my God, too i love that movie um and okay there's more than a few grease uh yeah grease is definitely one of them especially grease one though right not grease two <laughs> i haven't even seen grease two like right, i said it's just not my Correct. go-to genre so i haven't cool. seen a bunch uh either but i'm happy to say that i think this is one of the exceptions i really enjoyed encanto um i love how much personality this movie has and how it's embodied in each of the different characters, their powers and the home in which they live in. It was really unexpected how powerful the story was, at least for me. I, I didn't yeah. see any trailers or promotional materials for this movie. So I, I didn't know how engaged I was going to be, but I, I really was. And um, I loved what it said about family. I thought, the premise was creative and magical. It just, uh, it really worked for me. And uh, I, I'm happy to report that there was not one musical number that I didn't not like. So Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Woohoo. Dylan slightly converted with Encanto. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you feel more in the loop now? Because the songs have been trending everywhere on like social media and TikTok. Oh, yeah. We don't talk about Bruno. It's just in my head now. Probably for the next <laughs> month. Great, What's your favorite great. song from it? Oh, the, yeah, we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, yeah, it's. Like, I like that one too. I think that one. I really like the one that um, the strong girl sings. The oh, pressure surface one? pressure. Surface pressure. Yeah, that one's great too. Oh yeah, it's really good. I love the visuals alongside that song. Like that scene in the movie is so well done. That whole the, all the visuals during a lot of the songs. That song. And the Bruno one, the visuals are yeah. just great. They're just so like fun. There's always something happening. And I've seen a lot of people break down the songs with all these things in the background. Like, look at these things going on. There's so much more to it. Yeah. Really big fan of both of those songs. But all right. Glad you loved it, Dylan. Olivia, your thoughts? Well, clearly. Clearly, oh, I clearly, really enjoyed clearly. this movie. Um <laughs> I watched it. I watched it right when it came out on Disney Plus. Um, mm, I didn't go see it in theaters. You were a sucker like me. Yeah, <laughs> but I was really happy actually how quickly it was released on Disney Plus because it was definitely a movie I was interested in watching. I love this movie from start to finish. It started and I was like, "Wow, this is beautiful!" Because like it is a really, really visually stunning movie. And I was just sucked in right away with the family Madrigal song right at the start. Oh, that's oh, a good so one good. too. Yeah, I know. They're all so good. And since then, I've listened to the song so many times. I've watched the movie like four times at this point. Oh, and it geez. just makes me so happy. And it's just such an easy watch. It is an easy watch. Yeah. 
if you had to pick one family madrigal to take their power, which power are you taking? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, okay, so I think I would have to go with Antonio's powers. I think it'd be so cool to be able to speak to animals. And his room looks awesome. Like, oh my goodness. The jungle room? Yeah. That's with all one. these animals that he can understand them all. I feel like life would be so cool if you could That's because you live on a farm with, with the horses. You could just chat with them. Yeah, but what if like you live in the city? There's not a lot of animals there. There's like pigeons. Yeah, you're going to talk to a lot of pigeons in Toronto? And squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Hey, you do you, you do you. Uh, Dylan, what would you pick? I have to go with the super strength. Oh, that's a good mm. one. I think, I, I think I'd choose that one. smarter choice. <laughs> I, I would like the person who can transform into other people. I feel like that'd be kind of fun. And oh, yeah, like, like Mystique from X-Men. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You can like, That'd be kinda cool. you can do a lot of shenanigans with that. I'd be down for that. So I'd I'd consider that. It's like uh a, a, it's a good thing to do if you're a spy because then you can like slip in and out of like tricky situations. <laughs> That's such a random scenario, but yeah, yes, like I could be a very good spy, you're right. <laughs> I like Dolores's powers too, but I feel like I would only want that if I could turn it off. Uh is that the the list the listening one? The, the hearing, hearing one? yeah. Yeah, that's that would be a hard life to live. To I feel like that's like a bit hearing. of a curse. Yeah. I'm really nosy, so I would like to hear everything that's being said, but I wouldn't always want to. Like when I'm trying to sleep. Or imagine if someone's saying mean something mean about you, like, and you heard it like all the time. That would suck. Yeah. True. <laughs> you'd be cursed with so much knowledge you didn't want to know. Like you just listen to people planning things that you didn't want to know about, or like, what if someone's like planning to kill somebody you would hear that oh my god then you'd feel responsible to have to go tell somebody and then, then you have to explain to them i could hear like a mile away yeah true yeah, never it's, mind it's i don't life. want that one anymore <laughs> yeah i don't want that one okay no so i've been re reading a few things about the movie and i'm curious to know what you guys think about this gripe that some people have uh i don't have this gripe but i have read a few people not like the movie because of this reason and it stems from the movie not really having a true villain or even this overarching evil that they have to defeat. Like it's a pretty grounded movie in the sense that it's just about the family trying to figure out their family issues and their family history. But there's no like, who's the bad guy of this movie? Is it just the, the abuela? But even she's not like bad. She's just, maybe misunderstood and then becomes good at the end. How do you guys feel about that? Does that bother you? Does it make the movie less, I don't know, quote unquote good? How do you feel? Dylan? I kind of feel like the villain of this movie is just like a tired family dynamic. Just by the way they treated Mirabelle, like I was saying to my fiance when we were watching this, that like it, kind of feels like they treat her slightly as a second-rate citizen compared to them. Um, not, like, very much, but it does feel like they view themselves differently from her. And I, that would personally make me feel really sad and upset all the time. And I think that, you know, when you get into the film more, you start to realize that each of the family members have their own issues that they're working through. So I think, yeah, I don't think there needs to be like a a, a mustache twirling villain in this movie where <laughs> there needs to be some sort of life-saving event. Like it, it's not a Marvel movie. This is about family. And so it should be about family. 
before I jump in, Olivia, your thoughts. Does it bother you there's no big overarching villain who needs to be destroyed for the day to be saved? Okay, literally, who said, who made the rule that a movie has to have a villain? <laughs> no, no one made the rule. I mean, maybe back in the day, but there's no rule. You're right. You're right. Right? I feel like people, you know, expect, like, if all movies were so similar and all of them had this, like, exact same villain, then we wouldn't have any creativity all the movies would have like the same xyz plot what i think makes this movie so great is that there isn't a villain and it's more just like mirabelle's internal struggle kind of trying to fit in with her family they don't really like her that much and she's kind of fighting with herself like as you see in bruno's bruno's vision or whatever he has either mirabelle can choose to kind of succumb to not being good enough and not having powers like the rest of her family, or she can overcome that. And that's kind of like the overarching thing because in people's lives, there's not usually like a villain, right? So I think it's a great movie for children to watch too, because it's not like, I can't even think of an, an example, but it's not like another animated movie where they're like fighting an actual villain. Like Raya. And, yeah, like Raya, exactly. Instead, instead, it's just about your internal feelings and your self-talk. Wow, that was good, Olivia. That was great. Well Thank said you. as well. Wow, now you turn up stage, Dylan, huh? Okay, see, this is a yeah. battle between you two. Checkmate. Uh, well, both <laughs> of you guys have said great things, and I totally agree with both of you. The criticism that there is no actual villain to this film, and there's no like evil to defeat, doesn't bother me at all. If, if anything, it's why I love the movie more than I would, let's say, uh, Raya or Onward frozen moana frozen 2 they all typically have like this main evil or villain that they have to defeat and there's a lot of other thematics and themes going on with them and they do explore them well most of those movies but like at the core of the plot they have to defeat this bad guy and then at that point the world is saved or their world is saved and i love that in this movie like both of you have said, there is more of an internal family personal battle that they have to conquer together. And yeah, it's it's kind of refreshing. I love that it's more grounded than a lot of other Disney movies. I half expected there to be some like evil force with like all of their powers and they have to combine their powers together and save their their town and country. I'm sure it would have, it would have been a fine movie. But I love so much that it was just so focused on this family and this house. And the town is, you know, obviously looks up to this house, but it's really just about the family. And I love that it's so grounded. So I guess this is a decent segue to the third movie we're going to talk about. And that's Pixar's Luca, a movie that I watched when it came out on Disney Plus, like most of you guys. I'm curious to know how you guys feel about this one. And I guess as you're talking about it, where do you put it in terms of Pixar? Is it a low-tier, mid-tier, or high-tier Pixar movie? Olivia, I'm turning to you first. Your thoughts on Luca, and then where would you put it? So I I enjoyed Luca. Like I thought it was adorable, really entertaining visually. Um, but I felt like something was missing. I thought it was a little bit predictable, and it just kind of followed that typical, typical format of a animated movie you know mm -hmm. um 
I did feel like it was a little slow throughout the middle. Like I wasn't always really engaged with what was happening next. But by the end, the end made me tear off of it. It's a really beautiful ending. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I I think it's kind of like a mid-tier Pixar movie, I think. I think it's it's great, but it's it doesn't really stand out to me as like a movie that will stand the test of time, that will be a very memorable Pixar movie in like 10 years from now. Better or worse than Onward, a Pixar movie we got towards the end of 2020? I like it slightly more, I'd say. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Dylan, to you. Your initial thoughts on Luca? Did you like it? And for what reasons? And what is it? A low-tier, mid-tier, high-tier Pixar movie? I thought Luca was a blast, personally. Hmm. Um, I I agree with Olivia that I would say it's mid-tier because I do not think it reaches the heights of the best Pixar movies. Emotionally, plot-wise, comedy-wise. But I do think there's so much to appreciate about it still. Um, Of course, when it comes to Pixar's, the visuals are always so beautiful. And this is no exception. It's brimming with so much color and life. And it legitimately made me feel like I was on the Italian coast, Um, which I thought was really, it was just all really done well animation-wise. The three main characters, Luca... Alberto and Julia are all wonderful. I thought their dynamic their dynamic warms my heart. I also found Luca's parents to be pretty funny. Um, I've heard some people compare Luca to Studio Ghibli films. I don't know if you two agree or not, but but I kind of do see the comparison, especially when it comes to the beauty of the animation. But I also think it, it feels like a Pixar movie as well. Um, so yeah, that's kind of just how I feel about it. I see the comparison to Studio Ghibli movies. I I get it in terms of maybe atmosphere or environment or setting and location. Very, it, It's set in Italy, which we don't get a lot of... I guess we get a few international Pixar movies. Ratatouille, obviously, is international. But even then, it's so confined to like the restaurant. You don't get the feeling of like Paris, Paris, like you do in... Luca, where you really like the the town they're in, the town in Italy is like almost a character of itself. And I don't get that vibe from like Ratatouille. And I don't get that vibe from like Finding Nemo. Like Australia isn't really a the vibe, although it's a obviously important part of the movie. Anyways, so I get the comparison to Studio Ghibli for sure. Luca is a movie that I really liked. I I feel like since I've watched it, though, I thought about it exactly zero times. And I'm not really sure if it's because it's not bad. It just wasn't really impressive. And I think I'm leaning towards what Olivia said in the sense that it just wasn't... It was very predictable. And it did follow a structure I kind of expected. It got emotional. And I did think it tackled some very important themes very well. But Pixar has done that time and time again very well. I also would place it in mid-tier Pixar, which I think is a good spot. Pixar has set the bar so high with their films. Some of their worst movies are still decent to an extent. I don't know. I'm a not a Cars 2 fan like at all. I think Cars 2 is an abomination. I hate it. I really strongly dislike it. I do it, too. To be honest. I think it's... Do you like it, Olivia? 
No, not 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 really. Uh, no. Okay, I was like, oh my god, watch Olivia say right now that she loves it or something. Uh, I thought that movie was un- unanimously hated, but I'm so surprised how many people love it. It's nostalgia. I'm just convinced it's nostalgia that people who love it grew up with it, and that's totally fine. You can't really tell someone the movie's you know bad if they're they have nostalgia attached to it. But I think it's largely nostalgia. The people who love it love it because they watched it as a kid and that's all they watched. Um, if you didn't watch it as a kid and you just watched it as a teenager or as an adult, the movie's trash. It's so I think it's so bad. Like it's embarrassing that it's Pixar. <laughs> um, it's the that's runt my of the litter. Cars too. It is not good. The whole Cars franchise is really not great. Let's be honest. But Luca isn't like that low. But it's also not like uh wally or coco good um i wouldn't put it at that echelon because i feel like there's just not enough there and maybe it'll get there for me upon rewatches or maybe i'll like it more upon rewatches because i've only seen it once have you guys seen it more than once no no i've just watched it once and exactly now olivia someone who's watched encanto four times why haven't you watched luca more than once um Basically what you said, since I finished watching that movie, I've thought about it exactly zero times. And I just never felt in like I've never felt interested in rewatching it. Like I'm like, I've seen it, I know it happens, it's cute, like important issues are tackled, it's a great kind of feel-good story, but it doesn't have as much to offer, at least I think, as Encanto does, like with the music and yeah, I think maybe if it was a musical, I would have watched it more. Yeah, I was going to say, if it was a musical, you totally would have watched it four more times. Okay. Um, yeah, I-, I think that we've all come to an agreement that Luca is a movie that's good, maybe not the best Pixar, but definitely not the worst, and a movie that's 100% worth watching. I would recommend this movie. I wouldn't tell people not to watch it. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. No, oh, I would yeah, definitely it's, it's... think it's worth a watch. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a it's a great movie, but I think it just doesn't have a distinguishing factor that would make somebody go back and watch it again and again. Like Mitchell's has its comedy, right? And which makes like entices you to watch it. But this movie isn't necessarily like super funny or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it has its, it has its very somber moments. It, I don't think I cried, but there was a point where I was like, kind, like sad. It had its moments. I was thought I thought it was really sad when the when Alberto and Luca are finally revealed Fighting? or I think Alberto is just revealed to be a sea monster and Luca is like whoa like he pretends he doesn't oh. know it, that you could just see like the pain in Alberto's eye it was just it, I thought that him. was really sad. Yeah, no there are definitely some emotional moments to it and they they did a good job with tackling those emotional moments too. But like Olivia said, there isn't a music to turn to to rewatch it, and it's not funny enough for me to turn on again. And yeah, I didn't dislike this movie. I just didn't totally fall in love with it. So, okay, we've talked about the three we want to talk about in 2021. Before we get to our next segment, if you could rank these really quickly, Mitchell's, Encanto, Luca, how would you rank them? Your least favorite to your most favorite. Olivia, on the spot, go. Okay, in third place, Luca. Like it's it's great. It's a great movie, but it's just I it's not my favorite. Um Okay, first and second, this is really really hard. Um I think I've got to go with Mitchell's in second and Encanto in first just because of the extra level of enjoyment I've had from listening to the music and stuff in Encanto. 
So if Mitchell's was a, a musical, you would like it more. Maybe if the song slapped as hard as the Encanto songs do. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. Dylan, your ranking? Third place Encanto, second place Luca, first place Mitchell's versus the Machines. Whoa! <gasps> I did not expect that right now. What? <laughs> Olivia's shocked. Just tore apart what? Olivia's world. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, we need to talk about Dylan. Oh, man. <laughs> interesting okay i i didn't know you liked luca that much that's great that's great i first of all i i really liked all of these movies so yes yes Encanto being in third place is by no means any dig at it i think they all kind of are very similar in quality um i just think that like olivia doesn't want to rewatch a lot of things that don't have musical numbers i i don't really typically like rewatching musicals i prefer to watch something very uh, fair not musical uh i also (laughs) olivia you asked me why i don't like musicals i don't like when characters are in the middle of a scene and then they break out into song it just it throws me out of it i i don't know why it's just that's just who i am (laughs) have you seen Uh, tick tick boom yet either yes i actually really loved tick tick boom too uh it was really good movie with all my heart Uh, there are exceptions there are exceptions (laughs) okay Um, okay but i also i feel like and maybe i'm the only one but i thought the visuals in Luca was were just phenomenal like oh yeah the water the color like it was so vivid and I just especially who someone who likes uh Studio Ghibli movies for their vivid color and uh animation I think that's what ultimately was the drawing factor for me uh so I I love visually striking movies but uh Mitchell's versus the machines it had everything so it had to be number one I agree. I think my ranking is slightly different, just Luca and Kanto Mitchells. I will echo what Dylan said about the animation Luca. It is phenomenal. It looks great. One of the best looking Pixar movies. It's crazy to me. I feel like Pixar continues to just up the ante on their animation. I, I feel like Soul looked so good. And I was like, I don't think anything's going to beat Soul. I mean, it's going to be looking like this for a while. And then Luca came out I'm like, whoa, this looks just as amazing, if not better. And now we're seeing teasers for Lightyear. And I'm like, the animation just gets better and better. It's insane to me. So my ranking, slightly different. But uh, only because I enjoyed the music of Encanto a lot. Uh, Not as much as Olivia, apparently. But I did (laughs) love it. But yeah, Mitchell vs. Machines is just a amalgamation of everything i love about movies and it's about somebody who loves movies which is even great you know it's it's, it's as people who we talk about movies almost every week it was really great watching uh a character also kind of fangirl over her own movies and her and movies in her life and that was really fun to watch so i love mitchell's first machines animation is great just just love it so much so much well since 2021 is over and we're in 2020 Jeez, I always say 2020, 2020 <laughs> instead of 2022. Anyways, since we're in 2022, we do have a slew of new animated movies coming out. I uh, I just want to know, which of these movies are you guys most excited for? If you could pick two, which ones are they? I'll read you some so you have an idea of the movies coming out this year. Turning Red, the Pixar movie about the girl turns into a red panda. Lightyear, the Pixar movie about the original Buzz Lightyear. DC League of Super Pets, Minions, The Rise of Gru. I know that one's going to be on Olivia's list. <laughs> Pinocchio, the Guillermo del Toro 
version that will be released on Netflix next year, or actually later this year. We got a teaser for it today. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1, which is probably going to be on both your lists. Maybe, I know Dylan's for sure. And we can't forget the very iconic Super Mario Brothers movie, which we don't even have a trailer or teaser for, but has already made waves across social media because we have a very famous Chris Pratt playing the very famous Mario, and I'm not sure how that's going to turn out. Uh, but I'm curious, of all these movies, what are like two of them you guys are most excited for and why? I'm really interested in the Mario movie just out of pure interest sake. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have no idea what it's going to be like, and it's very, very strange cast. Um, so that's one. That's an honorable mention, just purely out of interest sake. I'll definitely be seeing that. Are you um, a big Super Mario fan? Do you play a lot of Super Mario games? No. No, I don't. Not not really. I like Mario Kart. That's about it. <laughs> what about Mario um, Just Dance? I don't think they have that. If they, they did don't. have that, then maybe I would be a bigger Mario fan. Yeah, okay. I'll we'll have to let Nintendo know to get, make a Mario Just Dance soon. That would be a big seller, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, super excited about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Um, I love the first one so much, and... With everything that's happening with Spider-Man lately and like Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, I feel like it could be a really cool movie if everything plays out so Miles Morales joins the MCU. Um, yeah, I think it'll be great. And I'm really excited about Turning Red. Um, there's wow. not a lot of animated movies that are set in Toronto. And oh, it is set in Canada. It is set in Toronto. Yeah. So I think that'll just be really cool to to watch a movie, an animated movie in particular, that is set in the city that I live in. That's and cool. it just looks like I saw the trailer and it just looks like a super cute, fun story. So, yeah. Okay. Good choices. Good choices. I forgot Turning Red is set in Canada, but I, I knew that. I just completely forgot. So I'm glad you reminded me. Turning to you, Dylan, what are a couple movies coming out this year that you're excited for? So first of all, I think the Super Mario Brothers movie is going to be a trash fire. It's going to be a dumpster <laughs> fire. Um, I think the casting of Chris Pratt as Mario is cursed. Um, I don't really I don't understand like at all. why that decision was made. I, I just I... cannot see how that would be good. I, I just cannot be convinced it will be. It won't. <laughs> Can you imagine being in like a board meeting saying, yes, let's let's do it. Let's cast Chris and let's Pratt make Chris Pratt Mario. Pratt Mario. <laughs> the people voted on this. Like so they all made a, a conscious decision to say, yes, this is what we want. I feel like none of them could be Mario fans if that's the decision they feel like is the right one because I just, I don't see it. I I cannot, it doesn't work. He's like everything Mario isn't. I, I mean, I've watched a decent amount of Chris Pratt content in terms of his movies and television shows and I don't think I've ever heard him even attempt an Italian accent. Not only an Italian accent, but like a higher pitched Italian accent. <laughs> It just is so it's so surreal. I can't believe this is happening. I'm I'm itching, itching for a teaser or a trailer or something. Give me something. Um I think it's like, hilarious that Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. I do think there's some interesting and cool choices for casting in that movie. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, I think is pretty cool. I think Anya Taylor Joy as Peach is interesting and could work. Uh but most of all I think Jack Black as Bowser yeah. is a casting that does work. So a movie that's made some interesting choices with their casting, 
a movie made by Illumination, who has famously done a lot of bad Minions movies. So we'll see. I don't know. Morbid Curiosity has me really interested in this movie as well. I'll say that much. I'm sure there'll be some good memes that come from it. Oh, um, I'm sure. I'm sure. And But in terms of like movies that I'm mo- actually looking forward to, uh, I think the second spot, I'm going to give it to Lightyear. Yeah. I, I think it looks so exciting, and I, I really wasn't expecting just how sci-fi this movie was going to look. Um, I mean, that first trailer really blew me away with not only the animation style, but how kind of serious it looks like it does not look like the traditional Pixar movie. Um, I think it looks really exciting and different. And um, I, I've heard a bunch of people be like, oh, you know, if it's not Tim Allen, then I'm, I, why is it worth seeing? But I, I feel like they, it, it's not about the toy. It's about the real person. And, you know, they don't have to be played by the same person. And I think Chris Evans is going to nail it. I Wait, the movie is not about the toy. No, no. It's oh. about it's about what the toy the toy is based off a real Buzz Lightyear, and this is the story about the real Buzz Lightyear. Oh my god, that makes so much sense. I really didn't understand the trailer. <laughs> I was like, this and is kind of weird. Like, where's Woody? It, yeah. To be honest, you're not the only person who's felt like that. I know a lot of people who have not asked me personally. I'm not like getting DMs. Joe, explain Lightyear to me. <laughs> I just like I could. I've seen a lot of comments and people say, I don't understand where this falls in the whole Toy Story universe. Uh, so it's a very common misconception. Yeah, it's it's based off the person the toy is based off. Isn't it oh. based off of a movie in the Toy Story universe? I think so, but also, that like, would make sense. This is the movie Andy saw to, and that made him get the Buzz Lightyear toy. That would make sense because the Buzz in the trailer is like fighting monsters and... If it was based off a real person, that would imply Andy's living in a world where they know there's monsters in space. So I think, yeah, I guess Buzz is a Buzz Lightyear is a famous movie that turned into a toy. That's pretty meta. It's super meta. It's really it's really deep. So, anyways, I agree. I love the trailers for Lightyear. Very excited for it. It does look darker, and like I said earlier, uh, it animation is so so perfect i can't believe we've gone this far and and really just advanced this far if you look at the first toy story i think i've talked about this before that first toy story movie i love it love it guys but holy shit it looks so bad does not look good looks really bad andy looks like a lego like it's like (laughs) he's like sharp edges on his face and sharp shoulders he looks pretty bad all Uh, the children are andy too Yes, this, we have talked about this. You told the story that they're all Andy. Yes. Anyways, I cut you off. Lightyear, very excited. What's your number one most anticipated animated I mean, movie this you year? You predicted it already. It was uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Got um, it, got it. Into the Spider-Verse, and I know you're not too crazy about it, Joe. Like, I know you like it, but I know it's not, like, one of your favorites. But to me, I, I absolutely think it's a perfect movie. Um, and I know I'm, like, a, a major Spider-Man fan, and that I am coming off extremely biased, but I just think it has so many great moments. I mean, like the what's up danger scene alone when Miles takes the leap of faith and swings for the first time, it never fails to give me like goosebumps. And I also think the animation style is just crazy good. 
and just like so different from anything else we're getting nowadays, at least in the popular mainstream. Um, so, and also it's from Sony, who also did Mitchell's versus the Machines. So I think it's in good hands. I everything you said, I totally agree with. I, although I'm not like a mega fan of Into the Spider Verse, I I still really like it, and I can acknowledge how great it is animation wise story wise there's a lot of great things about it i think if i were to pick a couple movies off this list spider-verse and mario honorable mentions mario out of just pure curiosity i need to know (laughs) what it's like i think if i were to pick one light year is one of them we talked about a little bit so i don't want to go too much into it very excited for light year i'm actually really surprised that we haven't talked about DC League of Super Pets. I thought Olivia would just be like a huge League of Super Pets fan. Um, I guess not. I'm not really sure what it is, to be honest. It- to be completely <laughs> honest. <laughs> uh, it is a... It's exactly what it sounds like. What, what does it sound like to you? Um, All the DC heroes have pets? Well, you're not like totally wrong. I don't know the actual like canonical stories behind league of super pets i'm sure there's comic books about it all i know is what i know from the trailer and that super super dog is superman's dog and he also has powers and then he somehow gives powers to all these other animals and they all have powers i don't know the trailer made me laugh kind of hard well Uh, i'm just looking kind of through photos of it now and it looks like it's gonna have the similar vibes as the secret life of pets and i love the secret life of pets so i will probably really enjoy this movie (laughs) i mean kevin hart's in it so kevin hart's in it and the rock yeah yeah he plays bat dog right I, I don't know. Does he? I think That's... he plays Ace the Bat Dog. Oh my I think gosh, he's Batman's this movie sounds dog. awesome. And also, of course, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is Superman's dog. Yeah, Super Dog. Oh, cool. The cast isn't terrible, and the trailer made me laugh like way harder than it should have. Uh, I'm not not excited for it, but I am actually sort of looking forward to it. If I if any of you guys asked me this in public, I probably would deny that though. Um, <laughs> I, I think actually... pet humor is easy to like. I think so too. It's a good point. Especially if you own a dog or a cat. Like, I think Secret Life of Pets is pretty funny because you see a lot of the behavior in your own pets displayed there to an exaggeration. Good point, Dylan. I feel better about being excited about it now because I think you're completely right. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, (laughs) Don't mention it. (laughs) I'm actually really excited for Guillermo del Toro's version of Pinocchio. I typically wouldn't be because I'm not a huge fan of the rehashing of sequels and live action and doing all that stuff. I'm not like a big fan of it, but I think when it comes to Pinocchio, a super old Disney movie, one of the oldest, like I think one of the three or four oldest Disney movies ever. It is a movie that frightened me a lot as a kid for good reasons. It's terrifying it has enough like fantastical magical qualities to it that it really fits the bill for a great del toro movie someone who's already proven himself as a master of the monsters and magical worlds the 30 second teaser that we've received for this movie was not a lot but it was enough for me to say i am so in for this i think it'll be creepy enough and fun enough to where i'll really really enjoy it what are your guys' thoughts on Pinocchio in general? Do you, are you guys Pinocchio fans? 
I'm not the biggest Pinocchio fan. I like Pinocchio in Shrek, but that's about it. Oh, of course. Of course. Somehow we find our way back to Shrek, and this is <laughs> the, the reason why. Okay. There was a uh, an Italian version of Pinocchio that came out last year? I think that was last year. I watched it because it was nominated for an Academy Award. Terrifying. So scary. It was very scary. And I, I think it's just a testament to how scary that original is i don't like it at all yeah this the guillermo del toro movie it looks like nightmare fuel to be completely honest i don't think i'll be able to sleep after watching this movie and it's i think it's done in stop motion which is oh god I think stop Even motion scarier. is like <laughs> stop, motion, stop is... motion is so scary if yeah, i think it like inherently has some scary qualities to it and i think it's low-key one of the best animation styles for any animated movie uh so i'm excited for it because of the stop motion nature of it as well Dylan, your Pinocchio thoughts? So I've seen the original Disney Pinocchio, which I agree is terrifying. It used to scare me as a kid, and it still scares me now. Um, I've also been so lucky to see, I don't know if either of you have seen it, Pinocchio 3000. The fuck is Pinocchio 3000? What is that? It's like Pinocchio, but set in the future. Um, Shut it's an animated up. This movie. isn't real. <laughs> I swear I'm not messing with you. Is I've this another... It. Like Will Smith, Nightmare on Elm Street rap. You're about to blow my head right now. <laughs> it's uh, it's really <laughs> bad. It's so bad. It had to be like a not it, like it was not Disney. I pulled up an image of it. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's real. All right. Um, what? But if you ever need like a good laugh and also need to be terrified as well, Pinocchio 3000, I think is worth a watch. But yeah, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I'm I'm excited for it. I mean, I love stop motion animation. Um, I love Guillermo del Toro, and I think it's a story that lends itself very well to both. So it's, I think it's going to be great. Sorry, right now I'm just so distracted by Pinocchio 3000. <laughs> it is a 2004 computer animated science fantasy film. It's a futuristic science fiction interpretation of the classic 1883 novel. In this film, Pinocchio is a robot brought to life <laughs> by tapping into a city's power surge rather than a puppet animated by magic. Wow. That is quite the movie. I am so jealous that you've watched this and I need to find a way to watch this immediately. It's 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 like honestly a drug-fueled nightmare. Um I, I really I think you'll be entertained no matter what. Whoopi Goldberg's in this movie apparently. Yeah, she plays a fairy godmother, which Cyberina. 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 Yeah, a robotic fairy of the city. Wow, Dylan, good memory. Yeah, uh, this is all just coming back to me now. So, uh, I, I maybe I need to rewatch it. Pinocchio maybe these Pinocchio. memories are coming back for a reason. Oh <laughs> uh, wow, that's great! That's great. Okay, we all have homework now to watch Pinocchio three thousand. Uh, I think there's a musical number in it too, Olivia. Oh, so I'll, I'll love it then. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, all right. Well, great. A lot of great movies coming out this year. Thank you so much, guys, for talking about it with me and discussing some of our favorites from 2021 and our most excited for 2022 i'm sure maybe some like random animated movie will come out that we're not aware of and that will blow us all away um i'm not excited for minions the rise of Gru, though i'll say that no much. me neither no not i i like the first minions movie and then i stopped like actually you know what i don't think i like that one i like the first despicable me movie yeah that's after, the only good that, one it gets pretty bad Anyways, um, 
Thank you guys for talking about animated movies with me today. Next week, I don't know what the plan is exactly. Maybe it's Pinocchio 3000. Maybe it's something else. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, but continue to follow House of Cinema on Instagram and Cinema Nation on TikTok. All of our personal information, not our personal information, that would be bad. Our personal social media profiles will be in the description of the bio. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys later. Mm-hmm.